It is down to three. Minute and a half to go. Durant off and over Williams. Kevin Durant makes this a one-point game. 22 seconds left. And Durant's first miss. And now Smart on the run out. Horford running with him. Marcus Smart will take it. Left hand layup. No. Horford will put back. Yeah, it's tough to lose. I mean, end of your season. I mean, we love doing what we do. So not being able to get up and go to the gym every day is going to be a shock for us the first few weeks. And then we're going to go and enjoy our summer, keep getting better, and, and do this whole thing again. It's a real, it's a cycle, you know, for us. So you know, we had our expectations. Everybody had our expectations for us. A lot of stuff happened throughout the season that derailed us. But I'm proud of how we just kept fighting and kept, you know, keeping the faith. And every day was trying to work towards something. You could take that away from the season. Yeah, you could yeah, take that could. away from the season. Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G. Aaron Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. We're two days away from the first round of the NFL draft. Michael Felder joins us in about 40 minutes to talk about these prospects and what could happen on Thursday night. Ryan McDonough in the 11 a.m. hour. Can't wait to get his thoughts on the NBA playoffs where we sit as some series are ending, some are twisting. A lot to talk about as we go through the show. Baseball later on. We'll start with the NBA from last night, though, as we react here. Um, look, three games, total, all three totally different kinds of games with different kinds of meanings within the series. We'll start with Durant and the Nets out. Celtics 116, Nets 12. Joe, down go the Nets. We talked about this series beforehand. I think we all kind of leaned Celtics. We thought it would be a close series, a toss-up. It wasn't. They just swept them clean out of the playoffs, and um, and it wasn't even close. I mean, last night was a close game, but the series itself wasn't even it wasn't competitive for a lot of it. Uh, Kyrie was saying that uh, he was there was a distraction at times yeah, throughout yeah. the year, which which could have been part of it. I'm gonna miss the Kyrie post game pressers. <laughs> yeah, they they are as uh, amusing. It's like he's in a different place. Like we thought this before with getting some of his thoughts on things happening in the world, but he is on a completely different planet. Yeah, last night, uh, just kind of a footnote on what we saw. Um, keep in mind, not only preseason i see that everywhere they, they were the preseason favorite yeah they were they were also the favorite to win the championship most of the season and i fell for it i, I wasn't saying celtics are not going to win i just thought it was at least going to be a competitive series and it was the most non-competitive series that we've seen in the first round of the playoffs aaron 12 to 1 for boston to sweep 12 to 1 Never even considered making that wager because of the high-end talent you have on one side. Yeah, and we'll talk to Ryan McDonough later in the show, but he's been high on the Celtics for a while. I was doing my victory lap on the Celtics money line, bragging to Joe G about my bet last night. <laughs> I'm so happy. I love the Celtics team. They're deep. They didn't back down. I think I said before the series, the Celtics want the Nets. They saw something there, and I think their head coach, having been an assistant, having having been around those superstars, I mean, it's crazy. You've got KD, they had James Harden, Kyrie. Everyone had high expectations for this Nets team, and here they are, not a win in the playoffs. Zero. And you know what? Here's the stark part. Because we talked before the series, we did it for all these series. Which team has the best player? We didn't say Boston because of Kevin Durant, but Jason Tatum outplayed him. I know Durant played well last night. He kind of carried them to, to you know, they were in the game because of Durant. The best player in the series was Jason Tatum, Joe. I mean, he, he wasn't, 
game to game, he outplayed both Kyrie and Kevin Durant. So, like, what we said before the series, it still played out. It just, we, we were, uh, the wrong player was what we were talking about as the best player in the series. It was Tatum. I know KD poured in 39 points last night. Too little, too late. I guess too little. But was KD a top three player in the series? I don't think no. he was. Was he better than Jalen Brown? No. Was he, was he flat out better than the point guard with 11 dimes last night? Marcus Smart, who's as good as it gets on the defensive end. And they just find guys. They keep finding guys. Like, oh, okay. Now, now, Williams, you play defense on him. We're fine. We're going to let KD get his 39. They're not going to win this game. We talk so much about the Mavs and how they have one guy and nobody else, and we do the same thing with the Nuggets, and that is certainly fair. But after the second-best player on the Nets, what do they have? What do they have? Like, look at it. It's comparable to those other teams, the others. They sure. don't have anybody that's going to step up. There are a lot of reasons they lost, and that was just one of the small ones. But – Man, I mean, we don't talk enough about that Boston offense either and what they can do. It's always about the defense because they are so much better than the rest of the pack, but their offense can hang with anyone in this league as well. Yeah, Aaron, yeah. The, the Celtics are the favorite right now to win the win the East. They should be. I know. And I was thinking about it this morning. Like, we're always looking at futures, but – I don't know. I mean, the way the awards have been going lately with the voters, it's like it's probably oh just going to be the the best player on whatever team. Like, you know what I mean? Because we try to find value, but it's probably going to be like Jason Tatum or something like that. So even if Marcus Smart balls out in the finals and the Celtics are there, it's probably still going to go to Tatum. But So I don't know if I'm going to bet on that. Um, I was thinking also like Kevin Durant would probably – not admit it, but maybe he's injured. Maybe he's just gassed because he had to carry this team because his boy Kyrie didn't play. I love how Kyrie was like, oh, I, I didn't want to make things about me. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I just or, or maybe he... Uh... What is it called? Delusion of grandeur? I don't know, but that is delusional if you are saying you don't want to make things about you. You could have got the vaccine. You could have played. You could have been there for your team. Kevin Durant, I don't know what happened to him. Is he injured? Is he tired? Is he just fed up with things there? Maybe he's just la- not that good anymore. Is that the last time in the playoffs we're going to see the Celtics as underdogs? This team's going to yes. be good for a while. Yes. Right? No, but I'm saying like this playoffs. Is there any matchup where... the they're going to be the underdog again on the road. I you think on the road on the road at Miami are they an underdog? I don't think they're an. Under- I think that's even. That's pretty close to even. That's a toss up kind of series. But I think if they beat the Bucks, they're the favorite. I would think then. And then the other one would. I guess if Phoenix is, has Booker back, Golden State, they could be the dog in the finals. But not until then. I mean, they're going to be a favorite here. And they mm. should be. So out go the Nets. They were frauds. The Celtics were the better team. They move on. Speaking of frauds, we watched it on display ah. last night in Philadelphia. Boo! Boo! <laughs> and they deserved every ounce of those boos last night. The Sixers, I mean, they just didn't get beat. They got smacked around at home in a closeout game up 3-1. This is now 3-2. We got to talk about how we attack this series now because – you ever watch, like, uh, I'm sure you guys have played the game. I play with my kids. You ever play Jenga? Yes. Play, right? You ever watch, like, like, you take one out and it's still standing, but it's wobbling? <laughs> yeah. The Sixers are the Jenga tower. That you just just you waiting to crumble at yeah. any moment. Totally. So the Sixers, uh, 146 teams that play off history have gone up 3-0 in the NBA. Obviously, no one's ever blown it yet. This mm-hmm. is just the 14th time there will even be a game six. 
this doesn't even usually get to this point. And Doc Rivers, and I think this is more in the players last night than Doc, but let's just put it out yeah. there. Seven of his last eight chances to close out a series he's lost. He has 31 losses and close out games. Yep. Joe, this, wow. this feels like this just feels like something something historic might be happening here. Our guy David Behrman put it out there on Twitter. Like you mentioned, the 31 losses in those closeout scenarios, 15 and 31. That is the third lowest winning percentage in NBA playoff history. Like this is real. And what's the first thing that everybody thought of? Like there is, there's a lot that go into it and we'll peel back the onion here, but it's Doc again. It's 3-0, 3-1, 3-2. Oh, it's getting tight back there. It's getting real tight. And, and beat, we talked about the Embiid unders. I think all of them hit the under yeah. on the rebounds, the under on the PRA, 20 points. Yes. The rebounds was only tw- was uh, 12 and a half. He couldn't touch that. Play those Hardens under two. Harden unders two, 15.7 assists. Did he get to the paint once last night? I don't know that he got, that he got to the paint. But, you know, it, it was just that that wasn't on the opposing defense at all, according to him. Sixers with seven more turnovers. Um, it wasn't – I mean, we were talking about a 15-point uh, difference here. It wasn't everything, but it was pretty darn close. Pretty darn close here. Uh, they couldn't do anything to Siakam, 23, 10, and 7. And you're right. We might be seeing history here. We, we might. Oh, man. <laughs> Is Doc already gone? Is he gone? Suitcase packed? It should be. It's, it's And the Embiid injury we talked about. Joel Embiid has no interest in playing defense with his finger hurting, his thumb hurting, and he has no interest no. in rebounding the basketball. And last night... When he was the main defender, the Raptors scored 27 points on him. They were attacking him. He's supposed to be the best defender in the series. Like, the, Aaron, I think the Sixers are in real trouble here. The, the spread for game six is a point and a half. The Raptors are dogs by a point and a half. It's almost, yeah. I, I think that will move, too, by tomorrow night. It is plus 590. It was 610 last night. It's moved a little bit. Plus 590 for the Raptors to come back and win the series. Aaron, are we going to watch history here? Are we going to get a total collapse by the Sixers? I wouldn't be surprised. I hope we are watching history. And even just betting uh, Raptors money line plus 102 uh, for tomorrow night, I like it. I mean, I, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but I also feel like we, we've been a Timberwolves show taking both those underdogs. Like, why not? Raptors yeah, and I- Wolves. Um, and it's that's going to lead us into our next game. I can't wait to bet these next games in this series. I think Toronto's going to close a favorite. It's a one and a half point spread. Yeah, I agree. Everywhere that's posted right now. But I think we're going to have so much come in on Toronto that that's going to be an autoplay for a lot of people. And you know what else is going to be an autoplay? A short underdog in game number. Uh, what are we at? Six now for mm-hmm. uh, for Dallas? Yes. yes. Isn't everybody just going to bet Dallas and, and they're short dogs right now? Yep. That's, that's going to be fun. Uh, both those games the same day. <laughs> Is anybody going to be on Philadelphia or Utah? That's the question. Anybody? No. How could you be on Philadelphia right now? And they're blaming each other after the game. And Pete's sitting up there at the podium talking about how it's on Doc Rivers to get James Harden to shoot the ball more. Like, we're mm-hmm. watching this thing implode here. And this was kind of – I thought this would be a difficult series for them. And I didn't think it would play out like this. Obviously, no one did. But, you know, you think about it. If Joel doesn't hit that game winner in game three, they're down 3-2 right now. Yeah. But Embiid said Harden needs to be aggressive and be himself. Uh, Okay. 
Which version I, of himself are we talking about? <laughs> I'm mad about myself for a couple of things. I took Toronto plus nine yesterday. I thought that was just like so easy. Yep. Candy from a baby, right? And what I didn't do is take Toronto money line, even though I brought that up at plus 250 time of the show. I'm sure it closed at a better number. And we've talked about in the playoffs and that it just continues for the most part that if you're uh, – if you're winning, you're covering, right? I mean, the, the point spread, how many times is it mattering when it comes down to it? We don't have a lot of scenarios where a team wins, but they don't cover the point spread. Obviously, as a dog, that right. doesn't come into play, but I'm just saying in general in the NBA playoffs. And uh, I thought long and hard about Toronto plus a game and a half, meaning it would have to be pushed to seven games at plus 500. We batted that around on the show yesterday. I ended up not betting it. And going back to Toronto, now I wish I did because this thing's going seven. Yeah, we're gonna. What do you think the atmosphere is like in Philadelphia on Saturday? Seven, tense. Are, are you guys nice. able to? Okay, so it's a. If it's a poor start, are you guys able to rally around knowing there's no extra chance? Are they going to rally behind the team, or are they going to boo their asses out of there? I think they're going to boom out of the building. Me too. Even, even if there's a chance for them to win. Like, we're in the second quarter. They're going to be so frustrated. They're going to let them have it. Yeah, so I know it happened in hockey a couple times. The one that I come back to, remember the scene in uh, with the Red Sox, right? The Red Sox came back. They were up big, like, in the second inning, and Yankees fans were booing in, in game seven. Like, it, I think it could be that kind of ugly thing where it's like, oh, my God. Give it all. Give me all of it. Oh, boy. It is a mess. All right, the third game last night quickly. Really wasn't competitive. Mavericks 102, Dallas 77. Uh, excuse me. Mavericks 102, Jazz 77. 25-point yeah. win. The playoffs. Luca, 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 looking good. <laughs> I love it. Let's go Mavericks. My so, 33-13 for Luca. Luca, Luca looks good. Second straight game coming back here. So we were wondering how's he going to look short rest with that injury. He looks just fine. That's not a concern. What well, wasn't last night more about the Jazz? Donovan Mitchell. I mean, what am I doing yeah. here? What, yeah, and he goes string. He says he's going to be fine for the next game. These guys hate each other, and we've talked a lot about it. Everybody's talking about it. They can't wait to break this whole thing apart. And, uh, yeah, 10% on threes, 10%, guys, three for 30. Three for 30. When when uh, taking at least 25 attempts, that is the worst three-point shooting percentage in NBA postseason history. And I think this one's even more damning because, you know, it, it's been recent years when you see that many threes taken. In Jazz histories, games where at least 20 attempts happen, worst game in Jazz history. And they take a lot of threes. If 10%. the three of us were playing last night, we shot much worse from three. I think I, mean, I could I could make three out of thirty for sure. I could. I mean, no, there's we, no question. No, no I mean, I, I could think we, too. <laughs> but if we were open, we might get our shots blocked if we were in the court. I can, no, if they're playing defense on me, I could hit three out of thirty. <laughs> I promise you. You don't know, Joe G. BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. We'll look at the updated series prices across the NBA next, right here on BetQL on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.